The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. But first, I want you to take a little listen to Shane Coleman speaking on News Talk Breakfast this morning. I always have a concern when we start rewriting history and I think a rose-tinted narrative has developed about the Troubles that it was a kind of a just and gallant war uh, against an, uh, an oppressor whereas what the Troubles, what, uh, what, what the, the, those 25 years, they were ugly, they were brutal, there were sectarian killings, there was women taken out of their homes and, and murdered for fraternising with... with, with uh, British Army uh, soldiers, uh, there were people strapped to bombs and being made to drive them to, to, to army barracks. Uh, and the other narrative that has developed is that there was no alternative uh, to this, which must be news to the likes of John Hume and, and, and Seamus Mallon. And I think rewriting history, it, it worries me. It is a dangerous thing. Uh, so you can say it's harmless singing these songs and stuff, but I, it, it makes me nervous. Yeah, that was Shane Coleman this morning on News Talk Breakfast. Why was he talking about the troubles? Well, because quite literally tens of thousands of people descended uh, on one of these stages, the Electric Arena at Electric Picnic this weekend to see who? Well, the Wolf Tones, of course. And what did they sing? Well, they sang Celtic Symphony, of course, which includes the ooh-ah, up-the-rah chant. Henry Bikin has been meeting people on their way, on their way back, rather, from EP, and he is with me in studio. What are, what are all these people saying about it, Henry? Yeah, Kieran. I mean, this band was formed 60 years ago. They're cool again. And these rebel songs, uh, they were released much before, way before a lot of these fans were even born. But the young people, they went along in huge numbers, as you said, this electric arena, uh, the biggest crowd in 20 years, or well, 19 years since the festival started. Absolutely massive. And I did speak to one young fan, and he actually said to me off tape that, it, you know, they don't always realise the history. Some Sometimes it's just, ha-ha, we hate England. Uh, and sometimes it's just, uh, you could say, um, they weren't alive at the time uh, and they perhaps don't understand the gravitas of the song uh, since they weren't alive. This is what one young man said to me, an 18-year-old. But I met these young people. I met two 18-year-olds from Louth uh, and a 29-year-old uh, from Waterford. And they were getting off the Portleash train at uh, Houston, coming back from EP. You were at the Electric Arena. Um, did you sing along to the Wolf Tone songs? Uh, yeah, we both did. Yeah, yeah, pretty tired. Yeah. And did you sing Ooh Ah Up The Ra? Yeah. And what does that mean to you? Not, it's just part of the song to us. It's not like a big thing. Like you live in a border county and obviously your relatives would remember the troubles, but you don't. Would you just see it as a song? Would you see it as romanticising the troubles or would you understand the song? Um, I wouldn't see it as romanticising the troubles, but like, I would just sing along anyway. The song's a song in my head. It's just a song. I don't think it was overly political, especially at a concert, you know. And why so many young people? I mean, that had the biggest ever audience in that large tent in the history of EP in 20 years. The Wolf Tones have other songs, and I think they were enjoyed them. And you like the Wolf Tones? Yeah. And do young people like them? I think so. There was a good crowd there at it, so I, I think so. And you grew up listening to them? I would have done, yeah. Yeah, me too. That was good energy, good band, good songs. It's going to be a good time there, so... And you had a good time? Yeah, I had a great time, yeah. A lot of things are politically sensitive. It depends where you're coming from and where your views on things. Anything can be made politically sensitive. I don't see why we can't express ourselves. So is it music or is it part of our history? Is it romancing our past or is it just our past and our future too? Remembering the past is one thing. I don't think it's romancing anything. It's just 
there's an acknowledgement there um, and it's good not to forget these things would you think some people out there that perhaps uh, died at the hands of the IRA would feel upset with that song I don't know I'm sure some people would all right, that's a few of the fans on their way back from EP. Uh, kind of music fans in general, obviously not fans of of the Wolf Tones uh, from the get-go, given the get-go was 60 years ago. But you yeah. did, you have spoken to some kind of dyed-in-the-wool Wolf Tones Yeah, fans. no, I did. I was actually out Houston, outside Houston Station, just there at the Lewis stop, chatting to uh, Wolf Tone fans. And I got to meet Thomasina Lynch. So <laughs> what do you think of the Wolf Tones? You grew up with Great, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty good. My son, my son absolutely loves them because he's into the ballads as well and he sings ballads. So all that traditional music, all those ballads, yeah. your son loves them and you grew up with them. Yeah, yeah. And do you associate them with Ireland's history, yep. uh, perhaps 100 years ago, perhaps 30, 40 years ago? Do you associate them with the Troubles or are they just traditional rebel no, songs? No, I own, I, I just traditional Irish music. I don't uh, connect them with anything other than the Irish music. His son, Dar- his name is Darden Minch, and he sings all the likes of their songs and what have you. And he loves it? Loves it, yeah. Yeah, it's just a song, let them on, let them sing their songs, you know what I mean? And do you like the Wolf Tones? Yeah, I love the Wolf Tones, they're great. What do you love about them? Just about what they sing about. So you like all that trad, all that rebel stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. They're just singing for their country, that's it. For people out there that, you know, perhaps they were... Um, hurt or perhaps injured or a relative died at the hands of the IRA are they being oversensitive or can you understand both sides? Uh, what about all the people that died from the British you know so f*** them that's what I say you know all right, that's what a few of the uh, Wolf Tones fans had to say about the whole affair what about musicians Henry I mean like some of them, some yeah. of them must surely think this is kind of a storm in a teacup. Well, they do, and and this has come up before. It came up with the the uh, women's football team there uh, in December. It came up a few months ago. They do think it's a storm in a teacup. Um, I actually met a friend of the Wolf Tones, a guy called Larry Byrne, and we ended up talking about the famine, and we got confused of when it was. It was 170 years ago, just to say that before we start. Um, we got confused about that period. We were talking about the troubles earlier. And I was saying that the trouble started 600 years ago. When the Great Hunger, the famine happened here. 900 years ago. Right, which is nearly 800 years ago. Well, the famine was about 150, 150 years ago. Yeah, I know, but I mean the troubles I'm talking about. The Brits. Basically, the Brits actually coming in and buying land. What they did, right, was they tried to destroy the Irish language first. If you notice, most of the people that starved to death all came from Gaeltoc areas. And they came from poor They came from poor people who were the backbone of the oral tradition of Ireland. The British government attempted to wipe it out. (laughs) Attempted. So when we take all these years later and we take yesterday (laughs) afternoon at Electric Picnic at (laughs) Bally and the fact that Perhaps 20,000 young people went to see the Wolf Tones and they sung along with all those traditional songs. Do you understand why they did? Do you think they have a, a sympathy to Ireland's history or, or do you think there's a misunderstanding? I think they're reconnecting what their parents and their grandparents grew up, a sense of loyalty for the soil itself. I mean, you don't have to be proud to be Irish, but it helps. And your friends with the Wolf Tones? I know Tommy from about 30 years ago. 
Tommy Bourne, he's a wonderful singer. He's a pub out in Ratcool. They worked so hard for nothing for years, right? And they established a medium where they could talk about political things that nobody else would dare mention because it was uncool. All right, well, that's some kind of older musicians, if I don't want to be rude, uh, Henry, uh, to describe it that way. What about younger musicians? Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, this song was written in 1987. Um, the band saw the words in Glasgow on a wall uh, and they, they wrote it for uh, Celtic Football Club uh, for the 100th uh, anniversary. But yeah, young people think quite differently. Uh, they would just, I suppose, enjoy the song. Uh, here is Brian C. Uh, he's young. He's in his early 30s, if that's young, uh, from the Irish Rock and Roll Experience Museum. I think we're walking down the George Orwell path of trying to rewrite history here. Uh, the Good Friday Agreement uh, said we should have a referendum to uh, reintegrate the six counties, should we so wish. So that was brought about, like it or not, through the activities of people like the IRA and uh, politicians in Sinn Féin. So to uh, celebrate them uh, is understandable. Uh, not violence is not worth celebrating. You're of that age. How old are you? I'm 33. So you do remember at the end of the troubles? It was brutal. Yeah, terrible. My father was a Republican and um, a lot of in the pale, so a lot of the IRA characters were around, and he's to this day emotionally affected by it, uh, scarred. So by no means do we take it trivially, but people seeking their own independence uh, should not be disavowed. And music and politics always went hand in hand, and there's no. Yeah, like a cat and, and a dog. <laughs> When you see the crowds at EP, and mm. huge crowds... And, yeah, the biggest crowd they ever played for, right? Yeah, and for you to see that, um, do you respect it? Do you think young people are it makes me re-engaging feel good. with Where else are they coming together music? for anything else? Right? What do we have to celebrate these days? And they're trying to take everything you want to celebrate away and say that whatever you want is bad. So we're being left with less and less. So we have to take something back for ourselves, and I think that's a good place to start. Uh, Jordan Tipperary Henry says I couldn't agree with Mr Coleman more I grew up in London with Irish parents traditional songs great leave the rebel rousing to history and other listeners says aren't all wars romanticised after the fact from the Irish War of Independence to our national anthem America's Civil War songs taught to kids as nursery songs we understand the troubles were horrible but we also understand that there was an option of talking all the time and peaceful marches only get you so far remember Bloody Sunday so says one of our listeners anyway for people at home who are wondering what might be so effective about this song. Maybe they're not fans of the Wolf Tones. Maybe they've never heard the song. What is it? Here it is. Yeah, so that's part of the chorus of Celtic Symphony. Now, Brian Warfield and the Wolf Tones would say that was written about Celtic Football Club and the rather they refer to is the uh, so-called old IRA, the tra- traditionally described as the good IRA and not the provost of the continuity IRA or anybody else uh, from more modern times. Other people might have a different view. We're going to get the views of Bertie Ahern a little bit later uh, on this. We're going to talk to people who are at the Wolf Tones at Electric Picnic. I'd love to hear more of your views in the meantime on 87. 1400-106. I mean, like on the one hand, and I know this kind of sounds like a strange argument to make, young people being able to go into a field in Leash and sing Ooh Up The Ra along with Celtic Symphony and thousands of other people engaging it. I mean, that's kind of part of the peace dividend, isn't it? I know we can say they all should be kind of, you know, uh, kind of uh, gnashing their teeth and pulling their hair out and thinking deeply about the troubles. But part of the peace dividend is not having to think about it, which I know it's a strange argument to make, but I, I think that is a part of it there's another bit that strikes me in all of this it's kind of like 
middle-aged men and old men trying to understand young people. I mean, wait till, wait till all the people who are irate about this uh, listen to kneecap singing, get your Brits out. Anyway, 87 106 Lots still to come. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.